welcome back to the podcast, everybody. It has been too long. It feels like for the last few episodes, I've been saying that, and it's true. I have missed doing this. I have not been nearly as consistent as I thought I would be, but, you know, I'm doing it now, and and that's what matters. I've been thinking about this this podcast a lot recently. I went to the gym earlier today, just before recording this, actually, and I was getting emotional thinking about how much I enjoyed doing this and how much I cared about it. I actually started crying, not even just tearing up. I actually started crying. So I'm very happy to be doing this. I'll I'll start this episode with just a quick life update, just because it's been a minute. So I just finished my semester at Hillsdale. I've only got one more semester to go, so that's pretty awesome. I'm really looking forward to finishing up strong. But the the semester was much busier than I anticipated. I ended up working quite a bit, and school picked up quite a bit, especially towards the end of the semester, the last month or so. It got it got very busy very quickly. I recently started a bulk, so I've been trying to put on weight in hopes of cutting back um, in a few months or so, and that's been going pretty well so far, so I'm planning on focusing on that this Christmas break and then doing some other things, hoping to make some money, and yeah, that's that's really about it. So... Before we get into this episode, I have started to read again. I had I didn't have a lot of time to read during the semester, which was unfortunate. But I'm getting back to it now that I have a little bit more free time. And I just started this book the other day called The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And it's by John C. Maxwell. And I've really enjoyed it so far. It's been a pretty easy read. I think it's really good. If you're just starting out in in terms of self improvement, it's it's very helpful in in getting you going. So honestly, I feel like I need that now because I haven't been doing this stuff lately. So it's been a good book so far. I'm probably about a quarter or a third of the way in, and I've really enjoyed it. So make sure to check that one out if you're looking for something to read. But now let's get into the meat of this episode. Let's get talking about today's topic which is why you should not wait for the defining moment in your life to begin making changes. So, I'll start with a quote. The quote is, You will change when the pain of staying the same outweighs the fear of change. I'm not actually sure who said this, but I love this quote. And unfortunately, this is true in many instances. We, we wait until there is a defining moment in our life before we decide to change. Or worse, we make necessary changes when a situation demands that we do so. Sometimes we encounter a breaking point and we just have to make the change right then and there. At times people are unable to make this change and they break under the pressure and they suffer severe consequences. There are a few questions that arise out of this, but before we get into those questions, I want to share an analogy that I think will help us answer and understand why we do this. So think about this. Water only boils at 212 degrees Fahrenheit. It has to be at that temperature. It can't boil at 211 degrees for a little bit longer. It needs to be at 212 degrees before it changes into a gas. At that point, the particles of the water are moving fast enough to transform to make that change. So... For the sake of this podcast episode, I want you to think of the slower moving particles, the colder particles, as comfort 
and the faster moving particles as significant discomfort as stress and in those higher temperatures, right? Those faster moving particles. So we will use this idea when we answer these questions. Now let's ask these questions. So going back to this idea of change and staying the same. The first question that I think arises is why do we wait until we get to a breaking point before we decide to change? Right. Similarly to the this threshold that water boils at, it takes a certain level of motivation to act. Depending on the context, it changes for every person and it changes in every situation. And unfortunately, we stay below that threshold in what people call the comfort zone. Right. We don't make the change if we don't cross that threshold. So I have a I have a story here. I was lis- listening to one of Ed Milet's videos and he was at a doctor's appointment and basically the doctor told him, hey, if you don't start making this change right now, I can't remember exactly what the scenario was. But the doctor said, if you don't start making this change, you're not going to see your daughter's birthday. You're not going to see your kids be married. You are going to die before that happens. So right then and there, that that specific event triggered that motivation. He was able to cross that threshold. And then he started making the necessary health changes in his life to ensure that he did go to his kids' weddings, that he did survive longer than the doctor said he would. Going back to the water analogy, if we think of the particles as moving around, but only a little bit, we can see how this is just like the comfort zone. We're we're doing a little bit, but not enough to make that change. We're not moving fast enough or there isn't enough stress to cross that threshold. And this leads us right into the next question. What if we never hit this breaking point or what if we never cross that threshold and as a consequence, we never change? What happens then? So often we're unwilling to trade the known discomfort of today for a new discomfort that might actually benefit us because in that new discomfort comes stress, comes uncertainty. We believe that the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. And I'm not going to go into this quite a bit in this episode, but we know that this is not necessarily always the case. I've talked about this in some some other episodes and I will definitely be talking about it again in the future. So I won't go in depth with that idea right now. What I do want to say is this. If we never cross that threshold, then we're going to be dealing with stress and uncertainty forever till the day we die. I mean, we're probably going to do that regardless. But anyways, if we never try to cross that threshold, we will never get any benefit out of that stress, out of that anxiety. And we'll just have to manage and deal with the consequences, the stress, the anxiety forever. I mean, what a waste. You might as well use your stress and your anxiety as a way to power you forward. If you have a thought in the back of your mind that you should do something and you never act on that thought, that's going to eat you alive. You're going to deal with that stress until you act. Maybe the stress you feel is a cue to act. Maybe the stress is there because it's telling you you should do that thing that you so often think of. Now that I've introduced these questions, I want to look at them individually and then try to answer them as best I can. I know I started doing that a little bit towards the end with question two right there, but I'm going to try to do that more specifically right here. So let's start with question one. Why do we wait till we get to this point? Why do we wait until we 
we break before we invite change into our life. And I think a lot of it comes down to a lack of motivation for whatever reason. As we talked about there, it's easy to be certain that this is going to stress you out, right? It's hard to accept a new stressor into your life. That uncertainty is a lot to deal with. It can be, it can be difficult to manage. So that's one of the reasons we don't act. But I think it more so comes down to a lack of motivation. The only way to overcome this is to act. And I know that's plain and simple. I know that's not the answer that a lot of people want. There is no secret formula. Sometimes you just have to act. And I'll tell you why. But let me start with this. Maybe the reason you're not motivated is because you have yet to realize how much your vision matters to you. Give it a chance and that may change. Once you start to act and you engage in that process that, that's been in the back of your mind, that's when the motivation kicks in. So let me get more specific with an example in my own life. I have a million career goals. There are so many, but I don't feel particularly motivated to work on any of them right now. I'm trying to focus on some other things before I do that. But one of my goals is to do public speaking, is to do that podcast And I'll tell you what, I wasn't very motivated to do that when I first started. I mean, literally the first episode was so unenjoyable to do. I did not want to post it. I wanted to give up, but I invested some time. I invested some energy into it. And once I did that, once I actually put something into it, once I engaged in the process, only only then did the motivation kick in. It wasn't something that came before. It was a product of the effort and the time that I put in. That's when I really started to care because it was then that I realized how much this stuff matters to me. It That was when I understood that I love trying to share ideas with others. I love trying to help others in their own endeavors. That is when this became clear. And once that happened, then the motivation really, really kicked in. So this motivation, this depth, this love, this appreciation is something that comes after you start. I mean, think about it like a fire. A fire doesn't just erupt. It doesn't just go. It only shines. It only produces heat when you put something into it, right? You can't just expect it to to blow up. You have to put wood into it. You have to put fuel into it. And that is when the fire really, really burns. And it's the same thing with motivation. It's not the other way around. We don't discover this feeling from the outside before we start. We find that fire within the process itself. So that's really all I want to say for question one. I know it's pretty pretty short and sweet, but I think I think it's helpful. I think it's a a helpful mindset tool to help you get started. Now let's look at the second question. So again, the second question, what if we never hit that breaking point and thus never begin to change? What if we never cross that threshold? So everybody knows that old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, I disagree with that for the sake of this podcast episode. I would say that you don't have to wait until your life is in pieces before you start putting it back together. If something in your life is not at the level it should be, and again, it could be anything, anything that you want to improve, anything that you want to change, you will be living with those consequences of 
not being where you could be. You will have to manage that stress. You will have to manage the problems associated with that. People are willing to stay in this comfort zone. People are willing to avoid making change for a slew of reasons, right? They believe where they are is good enough. They are doing okay by making it by. Sometimes they'll just play it off like it is okay when in reality it is not. So, for example, you will often hear men say, I'm tired when they're obviously dealing with mental stress. They just use that as a way to push it off and they act like it's okay when in reality it's not. The problem with this is the little things can add up and eventually turn into a huge problem. Right, People who put off their mental health issues, to return to that example, people who put off their mental health issues because they are making it by, eventually they might run into a huge problem where they have a mental breakdown or worse. And then they have to make a drastic change in order to recover. And it's not the change they want. They could have made a change, an intentional change that they desired, but instead they have to do this as a consequence because they put it off for so long, because they never crossed that threshold of motivation. So here's what I'm trying to get at. Be intentional about the changes you want to implement in your life. Don't let it be random or don't wait until a situation demands that you change. Like Ed Milet, where he had to change right then and there. Don't wait until your mental health overruns you and and pushes you into a dark place. Start making the change before that and figure out what that change is, right? If you're the one who's, if you're being intentional, then you get to decide what that change is. Don't wait until, until a situation happens and the situation demands how you change. Be the one to make the change yourself so that it's the change you actually want. Okay, that's really all I got. It was probably a short episode, but we're just getting back. I will have another episode posted next week, and I'm really excited about that one. I think as of right now, I'm going to be talking about battling low self-esteem. That is something that I have not really dealt with a whole lot, honestly, but I think maybe that's a good way to look at it because, because I have a pretty high self-esteem, I'll be able to share ideas to help those of you who may struggle with that at times. So I think that's what I'm going to talk about as of right now. That might change. Who knows? We'll see. But that's my plan. I also will be posting more on social media. I'll be posting a lot related to this podcast, some things related to my workouts, things like that. I'll be getting back into it in the next day or so. Actually, starting today. Thank you for listening to this episode. I am so happy to be back, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you listening to this. I hope it was of some value to you. With that being said, I'm going to end it. I'm not going to drag this on. So, remember the Ion Motive. Take charge of your being.